0: If love would speak Tell me when George Syrah, The painting We're at the park STARING! Don't allow.
1: The, you know like oh, we're yeah, all lined I know up, He's the basketball games. one? The shooting. Oh um, no, this girl like beat us by like twenty points. Mm-hmm. This chick we know, she's like kinda manages one of my friends who, who's a rapper. Yeah. And uh dude she like kicked us like I don't know about like, eighteen points or twenty points. Like she's fucking good. Are you saying black people are good at basketball? No, this chick is she's part Asian. <laughs> she's are you part... saying Asian people are good at everything? Dude, she might be Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, hell yeah. Is that a dead raccoon? Uh, it's not a real raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dog toy. <laughs> nice. What's Kay. going now? Um, it's going down. Um, uh, life. I drove here. Oh, Come on. Wait, sorry, Roy. What was your name? Varley. Varley. Roy Varley. Mm-hmm. Cool
2: man mm-hmm. from Colorado. You got some songs mm-hmm. for us? Hell yeah. You said you moved to Seattle and yes, lived in Chicago mm-hmm. and you recently visited.
1: Uh, Peru, kind of oh, right, like within oh, you a year. The Amazon. You were they, yeah, I was back in Peru. Um, I was adopted from Peru as a baby boy, and then kind of just <laughs> you <laughs> adopted. Yeah. And what are your parents? Oh, oh, my parents are white, but uh, their heritage though is like Swedish and English.
2: Huh. Cool, so, man.
1: Yeah. How do you get into adoption? Oh, uh, not you. Well, me, I, for, that I mean, for too? them, like I think it was like they're living in Chicago. Um, They're interested in adopting from Korea, China, and then maybe even South America, and then it kind of just like went that way. And um, from there, like they moved, they went to, they lived in South America, um, and they waited for me to be born, and we kind of just kicked it there for a minute. So it's it's interesting.
2: Hmm. Mm, it's one of those programs where like you're gonna have a baby, and, and then you go and you, you want to put your baby up for adoption, and then somebody finds finds
1: you and then there's like a match yeah from what i know like i think that there's probably like a couple or or six options that they look into and then they kind of narrow it down as time goes on hmm. see what's kind of best for their, their living situation
2: interesting man
1: yeah
2: you know that's a good thing though i mean i thought like i'm not someone that really thinks that i want to have kids or anything like that but yeah i don't know i'm not that might be a way that i might make me rethink it
1: yeah that's a good point point. and like it definitely is a big exploration you know for for someone like me you know living with with white parents and then also yeah. just seeing the difference in in cultures and and kind of like classism that's yeah. something I've analyzed growing up definitely always having so, to think about it, yeah I'm sure yeah it's wild and then going from somewhere like Chicago to Wyoming that was kind of a culture shock in a sense um, I get that with like
2: me looking white, you know what yeah. I mean. Or a lot of people yeah, think dude. that. Yeah, Yeah, you, you, you look Asian, Yeah, man, you. I'm yeah, not, you look mixed, Asian. man. <laughs> super yeah. mixed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely super mixed. But you know, like I guess people aren't really sure. Some people think I'm Asian. People think I'm white. Some people oh think I look Latin. Yeah. Or, and then they just or or something Italian or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, I thought you said Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> some Italian. people look like, at <laughs> until Aladdin. until some people think yeah. I'm a, Aladdin. Yeah, <laughs> An well, Aladdin. Dude, I'm down. I'll dress up as that for Halloween. You could look. Like I'm shaving. I'll do that shit. You could look. You know, <laughs> Hold yeah. on. Have you had like a big rug? It's rolling. Yeah, up.
1: dude. I've seen those videos. They're funny. Of the guy like on the carpet in the city. He's like on it. Like, oh, really? Moving. I haven't seen that. It's like in New York City.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, dude. Mexicans are mixed.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, I think it's neat, even just like getting older at this age and meeting other mixed people doing, like, cool shit, like, or creative stuff, like, whether it's podcasts or or filming or or music, like, that's been nice to explore that. And, like... What do you mean, like, mixed people doing that? Um, I guess, like, coming from Wyoming, like, I feel like I was only seeing, like, white people and then, like, first-generation Mexican people, so, like, I feel like my mind wasn't really open in, like, seeing other successful, I guess, people of color... And, like, I was really eager to see that happen at some point. It's not as common as yeah. people want to argue that it is. Yeah, dude. And, like, regardless of all the the kind of race things we're noticing now at our age and, like, you know, with everything going on with the debates. And like we're, the- we're, like, full-on fucking
2: American now, man. Like, yeah. I'm a first generation, but I'm full-on yeah. American, you know? Yeah. And, that, and, and yeah, it's like, so, so you can approach me. And if I want to, I'll be... F- Pretty articulate, you know, and, and, and mind my p's and q's, and speak English. Yeah, but yeah, dude, that's a great point. That's only because I'm fortunate enough to have that that first generation background. Dude, totally, dude. I got know. the schooling. I got they taught me to speak English, and even though I didn't learn grammar or <clears throat> math in grade school, I learned it after. Yeah. Still, I could, you know, I could pass. Yeah. And that's like I said, even, and and just even the way that I look, like I don't know. It's a real interesting thing, cause.
1: Was it like unique for you at all, though? Like, in Texas, or like once you left Texas, did it you was notice? once I left, man. Because yeah. again, like I yes. said, so I grew up around
2: the border, yeah. And uh, everyone was either immigrant or first generation. Yeah, dude. There was literally Seriously. like two percent of the population. two out of a hundred were not from, were not like Mexican. Mm-hmm. You know, so everyone speaks Spanish, and and the the things that you eat, and everyone's eating the same thing, and like yeah. I don't know, and there's also there's also that that viewpoint, not 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 color wise, because Mexicans are so mixed, yeah. And I think Mexicans think of it less. Like yeah. I said, like I like I'll have my aunt who has curly hair and black skin, and then yeah. and then somebody else who looks like this, like mm-hmm. a brown, like a like like whatever, like an
1: Aztec, and then then my grandpa who had blue eyes and and blonde hair. And, and maybe like the fact you bring that up, like it makes me think about like. The first early early years of me being in Wyoming, like, I don't feel like I experienced that. It was just, like, straight up just, like, pretty wealthy white people and then, like, really dark, like, a certain look of Mexican people that were, were moving to this town to work yeah. with all the minimum wage jobs yeah. and stuff. And, like, I became friends with some of those kids, but it definitely was just something, like, I needed to get out, I guess, and explore. And, like, I'm glad I, I kind of moved around and, and saw bigger... Bigger things and more opportunity. And you mean, Just like, get out of the class divide? Oh, uh, I guess get, get out of a small American
2: town, I guess. Mm. Well, yeah, and, and I can relate to that in, in in my situation. Like, that was also a problem for me. Like, everyone's so freaking nice where I'm from, man. From Laredo, mm-hmm. I love Laredo. Dude, hell and, yeah. And, like, but everyone's Mexican. Mm-hmm. You know, that culture's there. Mm-hmm. And then, at the same time, people that see, see both sides of, of the border... And see, and the government, you know, yeah, and just kind of like people are open minded there, and and that's good to know that they are. It's a good place, and yet yeah. everywhere else I've gone in the, in the country, and I mentioned I'm from there, they trash talk it like it's a bad place. I'm like, dude, it's nicer in this place. So yeah, it's just like less cl- less crime there. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't
1: know. Yeah, my mom sent me a quote like a while ago when I first left Seattle again, but um, it was saying like you kind of really. Learn to re love the place you left once you've been gone mm-hmm. and like respect it for what it is. Like, and I guess you were just saying, like, as a kind of like a small town, you're also Remembering- fortunate. I've
2: grown up in like a nice town, with, yeah, you know, a good family and all that. And yeah, like, what we like, you walk in here, you know, and this is our home, and, yeah. and totally respectful, and and also. Your vibe is different from someone else that might walk in and knows that you gotta w- watch out, you yeah. know, of where you're walking into. Yeah. Some people don't so easily just walk into somebody else's home and yeah. and like okay and assume it's gonna be a loving home. Yeah, just like I mean, dude, like
1: home, you know, yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Like, but I'll admit though, like it was definitely tough, like being bullied, like because I I look different. Oh uh, yeah, in Wyoming like the white kids bullied. Yeah, me. yeah, or just e- either side because I didn't know Spanish. You didn't so know, like, so, yeah, so yeah, the Mexicans so, bully you because you don't know Spanish, but you look like them. Yeah, because the so yeah, I was different. And, like, I think that was a part of why I wanted to leave. Regardless of, like, um, the kind of, like, healthiness of being in a small American town, like, there, there definitely was a divide at that time period in how people were represented. And, like, I know that, like, it kind of changes, like... Because, like, that was... I was growing up during the Bush era. Like, Bush years. Yeah, So, I feel like people were definitely kind of harder on people of color, maybe, during those, those times. those times? Yeah. It was also just the
2: fucking late 90s, man.
1: Yeah. So, I
2: don't know. I think it's just... In 2000s, early 2000s. Like, dude, it's not that... It's not hasn't been that much time. Yeah. People haven't, it's like, it's still the same people. Yeah. Laws may be a little different. Maybe now gay people can get married. Or yeah. Whatever it is. And there's a general... Different outlook, but and God damn it, I hate like I don't like trash talking places. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. don't. I, and in retrospect, it never, it's just never a good thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a mistake I've made in the past. But mm-hmm. but being in the south, like, was different. Yeah, totally, man. Super different. Like, yeah. I feel like I actually I was talking to my friend a second ago via text, and uh, <coughs> and was kind of more guarded.
1: Like the you, culture's still there, man. It's like yeah. the the the, or like you as a colored person, are like you're more guarded to be, kind of like not well, see, talk even, back. Like I'm saying, a lot of people don't look don't look like me. Like like yeah. a, like I don't look as
2: colored. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the sun for a summer, yeah, I'll be a little brown. I could get to like how you yeah. look, yeah, that kind of thing. But I, yeah, I ain't too colored. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, kind of like what you were saying, you get you get bullied on both sides. Yeah,
1: I, I had and like it was interesting, man. Cause like I think that there'd be certain groups of people that expect me to act a certain way if they just saw me from the white side, and then there'd be they Mexican, do. and in then it. they and then they expect you to act a certain way too. Then and yeah, then yeah, God and then the, the whole Spanish thing. So like when I left to Colorado, like it was nice to see like more diversity. Mm. It was I,
2: so fucking nice, man. So
1: and it's it's a beautiful place, and like you know they're they're very outdoorsy and like pretty open but um even that dude like going to college like with more black kids and like other like latino kids and like that was really nice to see like kids really working their asses off to get further in life and most people aren't gonna say that yeah uh, you know i went to college mostly black
2: kids and mexican yeah. kids or latino kids and yeah. and uh it was real nice most people aren't gonna say that shit dude yeah
1: because in it in it and like even coming to bigger cities and stuff like it makes sense why because there still is like people so divided mm. like even when i went back to chicago like last year we had to like help our family out like it's fucking crazy how Kind of segregated shit is. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But it's still segregated. Like yeah. I said, well, I think that's what I was saying earlier
2: about the South. So like things are still super segregated in the West Coast and the East Coast, mm-hmm. but the South has like a uh, the culture still there because like these people that own plantations was just uh, two generations rich, ago. Yeah, rich, that's yeah. also like your great grandpa yeah. had slaves. You know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. live there, and if you're 40s, there's a chance your grandma had slaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like that's still in the culture. It's just a part of the way people speak to each other. Like uh, you'll see, like if you go to a grocery store, and this is what's really messed up, man. Yeah. It's like you'll go to a grocery store, and, and, and there might be like a, like you know the people that, that bag the food for you? yeah. Right, that kind of thing. And then and then you have to take it to your car, so it'll be like maybe, the, maybe it's a black. If it's if, and it only happened if the people were of that, culture or yeah. sorry of that color yeah there was a black guy that was bagging your food and then you saw like this older rich white lady yeah know she may have been like whatever just older yeah. older and rich you could tell yeah and then the black guy would just like change the way he would speak and be like yes yeah. ma'am yes ma'am like like, yeah. yeah miss or or miss this or miss yeah. that it's just like it just you could see it it's like oh man that's still in that's still in the air yeah like Like, the people still... Like, the class dividing people are still supposed to be a certain way because of the way they look. Yeah. And I just felt so
1: uncomfortable all the time, and it was just... Like, what do you think, though, that your generation and the one below us, what do you think they're doing, though, now that's, like, better for all that? I'm hoping that I'm
2: doing something. That I'm... uh, Even just like this podcast, even just being able to say the things that i want to say (coughs) i'm not always right you know yeah i'm ignorant just like everybody else yeah me too but uh at least uh at least i can say them and at least other people may hear it they might Mm -hmm. not hear it might or they may choose or they may realize that what i'm saying is stupid or they may realize or they may not even think twice about it yeah but uh, i guess i I don't know i can't answer that one all that much I, i don't know if i'm doing anything right Because the culture, I mean, the, the generation after me, man, where it's just, I don't know, dude, I think, like, as Americans, it's so easy and so nice to be an American now. Yeah. It really is. Just the fact that, even if I have to get a second job, just the fact that I could get a job. Yeah. A second job. Yeah. That's awesome. I can have two jobs, but other people struggling to have one job. Yeah.
1: You know? That's plenty. So I'm fortunate, and I'm grateful, and, and, uh. And even just being in the Northwest too, like it's definitely like opportunity. Oh, it's awesome! I'm the, they pay you more, dude. As yeah. waiters, they pay us more. And it's like it's a very lush place with all the. Oh, it's also the beautiful. Green. Yeah, it's it's wild. the The hardest part for me though is adjusting to the the weather. I didn't do too all well that. Uh, with the rain? Yeah, I haven't like lived anywhere like that, so oh. it's kind of hard. I don't know if it was hard for you guys at all. We haven't.
2: Yeah, we've only been here for a month.
1: You kinda already Snow. dice and stuff. Yeah, we yeah had every season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Supposedly it's super sunny in Colorado, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's hella sunny. Like it's like three hundred and fifty days of the year. Oh. Or some shit. Like <laughs> it's crazy. It's just nice every day. So yeah. And um, that was really nice. But in Wyoming it's like where I was at in Wyoming was even colder. So like it was still kinda sunny, but it was it was so cold. cold. Yeah. So but um yeah, I guess yeah, let me know how you guys do with that. Like I'm assuming like You'll keep yourself busy and stuff. Like, I think that first year I was here, I wasn't keeping myself occupied. It so I was also just like the letting. the first it. year. Yeah. Always somewhere in a new, you know. Makes it easier also
2: to be, have someone that you're living with or even just a dog, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that you're right. cheers you up.
1: Yeah, you're right. When you're by yourself, that's a different situation. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Like, I lived with some of the other Shoreline kids, you oh. uh, know, they're in the audio program, like that first. Kind of wow. It was it was nice to be with other music kids. Audio program. Um, so you went
2: to like school or something?
1: So yeah, pretty much like when I first came up here, I was like, dude, I want to learn more about the hip hop scene and the musicians that I, I like and respect. So like I came and checked out a few events and looked in like where to move and stuff. So people from Colorado kind of gave me hints on like where to look and like who to kind of like meet up with. So I did that for a few weeks and then I heard about the audio school in Shoreline and, um, pretty much like they teach you how to use Pro Tools, Ableton, they have like four or five studios on campus and you're learning how to use the mic equipment and set everything up. And it's cool. like, if you do it properly, it's like a two year program. So like for the first year I came here, I started doing it and, um, but I'll admit, dude, I was pretty tired of going to school. Like, cause it was yeah. like year six, year seven for me. Well How old were you? Um, I moved here when I was 23, I think. So that's when you started that program. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like right within the first two months I started the program. Yeah, the like, older, like
2: and still, like, yeah, it just gets harder to be doing that.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, dude, like, regardless of what happened, like, I networked so much, man. Like, mm-hmm. when I came here with guitarists, studio musicians, people who mix, like, audio, yeah. uh, filmers. So it was, like, a good starting ground for someone like me who was just getting their feet wet so yeah anything's yeah. good really it's just as yeah.
2: like, you're keeping yourself busy yeah and just for the sake of it and if it doesn't i don't know dude i've been i could go on and on about the people i meet and trying to get them to do this and all of that and not everyone's like as like up to it as you or isaac or bryce yeah. are yeah like, you're right some people are like I mean, like, yesterday, the, yesterday, the guy I had had on yesterday, his whole thing was that, like, he didn't want to be recorded because he thought I was going to, like, steal his song or something. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? It's being put on the internet. That's, yeah. like, your
1: publisher. Like, now
2: everyone knows immediately.
1: Yeah. And I guess for someone like that, it's just smart to, like, already have your shit licensed and, like, out there before. And he had, yeah, he has that, too.
2: But he also thinks he has a bunch of songs
1: that are going to make him millions of dollars. Yeah, and that's... Not good when you're not aware Of like where you're actually at He's Liking pretty good It's it. yeah. just he
2: doesn't have songs that, are Or maybe he does have songs That are gonna make him Millions of dollars yeah. I just I don't know man I just don't If like if you're not the, Already making millions of dollars With him Why aren't you putting him out there
1: Yeah I just don't I don't see that part Yeah dude I think that was a big transition For me too And like I was very defensive And like Kind of like Unaware of how to like Get my music out there And like who to can kind I of share it with in the recordings but just anybody now yeah and it's just like I guess putting out it like properly on YouTube and your SoundCloud and all that get and it then over. even even get on ASCAP like or get on BMI yeah. and, Could and do like that. take that process so like you do have legitimate you know control like with iChicago like even though it took me a while like I have like full ownership of that and like it's on Spotify so cool Those good stuff. how's it doing um, I'm getting like okay the first time I put it out I got a couple hundred views on the YouTube, but then with SoundCloud, it's like at four thousand almost. Cool. So like that's been that's been good. Like just because something. of people that help me, yeah. Just the fact, just the opportunity for audience.
2: Yeah, that's exactly, all man. All That stuff is there now. It course, like man, we're so lucky. So, that's actually what, earlier. What I was saying was like, yeah. it's so, we're we're so fucking lucky, man. It's so nice and and everything's mm-hmm. just so easy for us. And I think as a first generation, I'm fortunate to be a first generation. Mm. And, and and see more than one side, because if I was like fifth generation, I might I might be so so gone, so just like it's just been too easy for me all my life, and just mm. it's just and it's just like I don't know you you start disconnecting, yeah. And then money money turns into it like when money mm. just is just a thing, and you can just always feed yourself and yeah and and to the point where like like you have a two hundred thousand dollar car. Mm. Or even just a fifty thousand dollar car. Like, for some people, a fifty thousand dollar car is a house. Yeah, an opportunity for a house. Just anything, just anything, and and that's like the whole. That's my thing about the United States. It's like I love it here, and but so many of the people I meet are just kind of gone mm-hmm. and and disconnected from what it actually means to be human. Yeah. To be able to start a fire
1: and grow some food and, and and feed yourself and your family. That's pretty wild, man. On. Do you think that you became, like, more conscious of that, like, when you're living in Nashville? Or, like, what? when do you think that was kind of happening for you? Um, probably started in Boston when
2: I left home. And I realized that not everyone's a nice Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah, yeah. Mexican neighbor. Yeah. And, 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 Bro, holy shit. And, yeah. and, and, and also, I wasn't living with my parents. And, and they weren't there to to coddle me all the yeah. time. Even yeah. though I'm super fortunate that they helped me go to school and helped me move. And they've always supported me my mom and my dad and they're just always there for me and I always I always have that and even that is more than, than just I could ever what
1: about for you though like what? Like you're from the north or the northeast like were you already like accustomed to the vibe of what it well, was I'm from it, what, Texas or I mean for your girlfriend oh right yeah like were you already like accustomed to the vibe like the vibe here or the, the vibe like in the northeast like of how people kind of like do their life and stuff like no like just realizing
2: hustle and bustle yeah the hustle and
1: bustle yeah um well not exactly i grew up in a small town so yeah we're all small townies it was quiet but when i moved to boston for college that's when i you kind of get like the harshness of people yeah people are in that rush yeah they're not in small towns so yeah that's kind of where i learned the The cruelness of the world but yeah, it was exciting. college. Okay, yeah, as well. Yeah, I bet because like you're younger and and stuff. Because you guys meet in college, or nah, at where we work. I work. Yeah. No, nice, dude. That's tight. Yeah. Was it like a restaurant? Mhm.
2: Mhm.
1: <laughs> what kind of restaurant? Nah, uh,
2: it's just a restaurant, man. I keep I keep all that aside from the podcast. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. mention
1: anything like that? For sure. That's a good point. Um. Yeah, then I guess we all kind of had it around the same time, you know, like those college years mm-hmm. where you kind of see, or even coming to a city. Yeah, like going to a fucking city is crazy. Like, yeah, it is. It is yeah. different. I wanted to go to New York Loved it first, though. but yeah. I, I visited there once and it was insane. It was just yeah. like way too hectic yes. for me. But, but yeah, it's yeah. great. Like, it's a great city. Like, yeah. yeah. I've met a few kids that went out there that are from here, so I feel like they're already kind of prepared I grew up in Seattle. Dude, this
2: is nothing, dude. Yeah, it's sure. so
1: quiet here. No one's
2: jaywalking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no one's like pushing you on the streets. Like yeah. this is awesome, dude. Yeah. It's so freaking nice. Honestly, I kind of pre- I prefer the hustle and bustle, but this is
1: so awesome for busking. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing on the streets and it's so yeah, quiet. Dude, that's how Bryce makes a living. He busks like three, really? day, three days a week. Huh. And he just makes money busking like popular songs and stuff. good so. for him, man. Yeah, good for him. And like he was a music theater major, so like he has that whole like theatrical like.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves
1: it. Like him. Bruno Mars shit. Yeah, <laughs> we always, used, always, we always used, to like, used to say that. We always used to say that. Yeah, yeah, dude. If it, if it pops <laughs> off, like that's something he he could ride with. And like, this is a side note too. Like, he's related to like, Grace Potter. She's like a indie artist, so she's pretty popular in the indie scene. One of those, like, so it's kind of crazy. So, I do not know that. He's just kind of like from a musical lineage and shit. Well, all I can say about the guy is that he's super nice. Yeah, and super talented. So. Yeah, dude. Like, wish him the best. Dude, good point, man. Like, um, we definitely have helped each other out, like since getting out in Seattle. So it's been good. Yeah. We can do a concert now if you like. Totally. Uh, yeah, it'd be cool to talk more later about like other shit. Whatever's on your mind, we need to hear boobs. Uh, it's usually boobs. Boobies, big boobies, big boobies, big boobies. <laughs> and chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs>